0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: It's probably not. This drink is strong, but I like it. It's pretty strong. Okay. It goes hard in the paint. goes hard in the paint. It goes hard in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs>
2: Welcome to to the Holy Holy Hour. Hour. I'm Amelia Sanson. And I'm Liz Ball. We are
1: so excited you've joined us for mass today. (laughs) Your parents tell you it's an hour, but it's actually longer. Yeah. (laughs) You you can leave after communion.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The first one you went to when you were two is still going on. Yeah. (laughs) They never end. They're still there. They're still there. (laughs) Your priests do not leave. They live there. Um, We are your priests. Is that <laughs> what we're calling? Ourselves. Ooh, oh, I kind of like that. I'm into it. Do they have they, Has there ever been a woman priest? I, I'm there sure, must be a now. priestess. Are there actually priestesses though, or is per- that something priestesses? they just say? Priestess,
1: priestess, priestess. We are your priestess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So in the Catholic Church, I've never seen. I, I think the equivalent would just be a nun. And I, oh, want, I, none that. That. I want none of that. None of that. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) So this first episode is going to be more of like an introduction to each of us Mm -hmm. and someone so our friend asked us the other day like what's this podcast supposed to be about? Yeah. And then um, we wanted to make it kind of about like sex and dating um, and just like the things that we encounter because there's so many different aspects to like modern dating now. Right. And like things that no one talks about regarding sex. Totally. Yeah.
2: And I think that there's, like, kind of a stigma around, like, two women talking super openly about sex, but, like, there doesn't really need to be. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of, it's a
1: societal thing. And then once you're talking with, like, your girlfriends, it's like, I don't know, we all have such shared experiences and similar experiences, but, like, it also feels taboo sometimes, Mm -hmm. and you're like, why did we never talk about this before? So Yeah. Um and I yeah. feel like
2: once one person starts the conversation too, it kinda opens up. Yeah. Makes everybody else feel comfortable to talk about
1: things that they wouldn't otherwise feel comfortable talking about. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, that's and what the I, holy Hour is about. I love having like discussions and kind of like building a community around conversations that no one wants to talk about. Yeah, I think just having an open forum where people feel comfortable talking about
2: dating and and sex in particular because i think a lot of people feel comfortable talking about dating with their friends but a lot like
1: it's kind
2: of nobody yeah. knows what
1: level of comfort yeah excluding the parts about sex for someone else to, to make them feel like um, comfortable around right and But, then, like, that? why do we need to cater to that? Like, you should be able to just be yourself and talk about these things right, with totally your friends right. openly. We are going to get started by asking each other questions about sex, just to kind of, like, loosen up and, like, you know, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty details. Mm-hmm. We're not going to spare anything, yeah. like... Um, you know, if you know us and you're an adult who watched us grow up, you're going to fucking hate this. Oh my god, I know. I'm really hoping that my parents don't. <laughs> <are>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. My I know my parents will not listen. To this. I'll actually <laughs> advise like... them not to. <laughs> do, I'm going to ask you, are you ready? Yeah. Um, do you prefer to give or receive head? Um, receive. 100%. I prefer to receive oral. I could tell a little bit about like my history with <laughs> please (laughs) giving and receiving yes I feel especially blessed because I don't think a lot of girls have had this experience but when I was a teenager and I had my first serious boyfriend I was like 17 turned 18 like when we started like fooling around it took us a while to get there both of us were very like we hadn't really done anything we were both very nervous but also very patient with each other like up until I was dating him I would still laugh like giggle nervously when someone tried to, like, do more than just kiss me. So if it was just, like, a peck, I was fine with that, but if it was making out, I would start nervously giggling. And he was so patient. <laughs> he's such a sweetheart. He was so patient with me. And also, you know what? I have to credit him for, like, me being a good kisser, because he's, like... Oh, the- yeah. Yeah, he's an excellent kisser. He was the first person I'd done anything with, and when we were dating in high school, we never had sex, but we did everything else. So... I, he would like, oh,
2: hi. Does not like hearing his mom talk about sex.
1: (laughs) He would beg to go down on me. And I was so. What a king. I know. (laughs) But I didn't know that. Like, I, he was like, I really want to do this. And I was like, I don't understand why you want to do that. And I think that's another problem is like, girls are taught, like, vaginas are gross. Oh my God. Yes. And like, you know, going down on a girl is gross. And I believed that. And that's so pathetic and sad. Yeah, he was, like, very persistent about it. And then finally, like, okay, fine. He, like, wore me down. <laughs> I was like, sure, fine. I guess you can go down on me. And um, mind you, at that point, I hadn't, like, ever even gone down on him. I just, like, maybe touched, touch, touched his pee a little. yeah, <laughs> Over the undies. <laughs> I can't remember if touched I ever touched it like, barehanded. handed <laughs> yeah. so, so then he, um, I remember, like, letting him go down on me. And I was like... It blew my fucking mind. I was like, oh my god, this is, like, the best sensation and experience I've ever had. And, um, like, it was amazing. <laughs> so, ever, like, and then any time we hooked up, like, if we started, like, fooling around, I'd be like, you know, can I, w- I would like to reciprocate this because... I, like, I loved like him. Yeah, I was this. in love with him. I, like, <laughs> yeah. I like. he was doing this for me, and, like, I wanted to, like, show him I was attracted to him and cared about him as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it took a while. I had to wear him down, too. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> so, want you going down on him either. No, so. he was like, I just, I'm not ready for you to do that. Wow. Yeah, and I, like, thinking about that now, like, that's such a strange an abnormal experience for, like, a teenage girl to have. Yes. Um, and you, like, by then, I could legally vote as an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then we never had sex, and then, again, after I graduated college, we, like, went on a couple dates and, like, made out but we didn't, like, do anything else, and this sounds so bad, but he was wearing, like, this, Dumbass hat, and I immediately lost attraction to him. Like one of those patty caps. I no. was like, so like I was like, I'm not into this anymore. Oh, that would probably turn me all the way
2: off. As well. <laughs> yeah. especially in my early twenties. Like shit, like that would always turn me off about guys. Like really petty
1: shit. But to be fair, it probably turn me off at 27. I think that. <laughs> oh God! If you're not an old ass man or a tiny There's child, no you can't be wearing that hat. There's no excuse. You look like a newsie. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm amazed that there are people that actually think, like, I'm gonna put this on, I'm gonna fucking kill it in (laughs) this hat. I'm fucking fucking slaying in this hat. (laughs) I mean, I I do enjoy giving head because I like, you know, when you're in charge of, like, making someone feel good, that's fucking hot. Totally. Oh, my God. So, There's such a power element yes, to that. It's, like, you feel yeah. good because I'm
2: fucking making you feel good. Yeah. Yes.
1: And then, like, you can you can kind of be in control of, like, how much they want it, too. Mm-hmm. So, in that aspect, like, yeah, I enjoy giving head, but I would totally, like, I, I if you don't go down on me, like, we're not going to hook up. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Every time, like, even if it's just, like, a random hookup, it's, like, I like mean, I haven't uh, had very many of those. Or well, okay, I don't know. Now I'm better at like being like, okay, I can sense if this guy is not gonna go down on me. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm more particular now. Totally. And I mean like, or I'm just like, so do you like not like going down on girls? And then they're like, whoa, whoa what? Yeah, I do. I'm good at so it. So I've been and told I'm, I'm like, good at it. Okay. yeah
2: (laughs) i will be the judge of that i I honestly i think i prefer to give head like i'm i'm realizing i know dude i know i know i've realized this like as i've gotten older and honestly i've been thinking a lot about it because it's like why like why don't i want to like because there's power in both of this giving head and receiving head it's like Mm -hmm. you go down on me and make me feel good and also like i'm in control of like how you're feeling right now but like i think i have such a hard time with like the societal like women's vaginas like they like smell bad you know there's like that whole like and sometimes I'm just like if I've had a long day I'm like really concerned about like what that experience is like for my partner Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then I can't focus on feeling good and like I've been trying so hard to just get over it because who the fuck cares like the amount of smelly balls I've smelled (laughs) If I had a dollar
1: (laughs) for every sweaty ball. I'd have a lot of dollars slapping
2: in my face. And they don't give a fuck. They don't care. No, they don't. So why should I care? So I've been work. I'm, I mean, maybe I need to talk about that with my therapist. (laughs) 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 But like, I don't know. There's something about like, like we were saying, the power of like. I'm going to go down on you and you are not going to be able to do anything about what I'm doing down here. And it's a Mm. trust thing. Like, if I use a little bit of teeth, like, you're going to fuck your shit up. You know what I mean? So, like, that trust also (laughs) is really sexy to me. I don't know. There's something about it. Like, if there's something about, like, if somebody doesn't want to go down on me, I'm turned off by it. But I also, like, I don't –
1: okay, that's a good point. That's a really good point. It's just, like, if they're not even going to make the effort, then you're like – what it, S- excuse me, sir? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this like, is this is foreplay. Like, yes, let's like we we both need to make sure the other person is enjoying it. Yes, so right, no, like that be is an a excellent
2: contributing participant. I don't. You need to do more than just like thrust for thirty seconds. Like mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, yeah. so I think I prefer I prefer to give. I'm realizing this. You're i are a giver. I'm a giver. She's a giver. <laughs> And that's just a new in the
1: past, like, six months I've realized that about myself. Mm-hmm. So... I do think, for me personally, if I hadn't had the experience with my high school boyfriend where, like, you know, the, my first experience was, like, him going down on me and not having the expectation of, like, oh, I have to give him head. I mm-hmm. have to, like... Cause, because, you know, as a teenage girl, that's, like, what you're expected to anticipate. Mm. Um, but I think if we I hadn't had that experience... I would have never, like, I don't think I would have um, had such high standards. Or not high standards. I'm trying to think of how to word this. Yeah. Um bars. I wouldn't building. have been considerate of, like, my own pleasure, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. And um, I think that's, like, one of the most important parts of, like having, like, really great sex where, like, you trust each other and, um, you're, like, everything is very good. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just great sex. is just, like, my pleasure being considered by not only my partner but me as well. Yes. Because we're, like, taught, like, oh, we have to please men. Yes. Oh, what is that?
2: Like, I don't know. That has been the narrative from, like, as far back as I can remember in sex ed in school is, like, well, like, boys will be boys. Like, you know, like they always yeah, they just like think with their dick. They start thinking about sex from early on, and like they're always thinking about like you know, like putting their dick in something. And and it's like you never hear about like yeah, women also like eventually want sex. So, yeah. When I started wanting to have like when I started having the feelings of like, God, I want someone to touch yes, me. Yes, <laughs> I was like, what? Like that's not ever something you hear about. Mm-hmm. I remember like the first time I watched porn, and it was kind. It was like one of those like accident type of situations like yes, flipping through HBO same. late at night and I was like like why did like why do I like that because you you're never taught I feel like little boys are always taught like when they see porn it's like that's just something that like little boy you know what I mean yeah like, there's yes. a, there's a totally different narrative in and I'm not saying in like every like everybody's upbringing but like well at least in my elementary school think about I was.
1: everything you're exposed to where it embraces and amplifies this narrative of like yeah, boys see naked women and like want th- to touch their dick. Like yes, yeah. <laughs> whereas like we, I, I can't remember a single time that I was exposed to the idea of like women masturbating. Mm-hmm. Like never, never thought of that no. at all. Didn't know anything about it. Honestly, the first time I like actually figured out how to masturbate, I was seventeen. Wow. Which is so long. Yeah. Which is also but it makes probably sense. why I was such a fucking bitch as a teenager because I didn't know how to touch my own vagina. <laughs> yeah. <That> tracks. Yeah. <laughs> like all this. Yeah. Just this sexual up, energy. Yeah. So, of course, the first time a boy touches me, I'm like, it blows my goddamn mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. So, yeah, that's probably why I was so frustrated all the time is because I didn't know how to masturbate. And it wasn't even something I was aware of. I like. The, like, the clit was just, like, a foreign idea to me. Yes. I didn't know it was, like, this amazing jewel of the South. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's the
2: just, amazing jewel of the Yeah, and then the I'm South. like,
1: now I'm like, okay, if you don't touch my clit, like, <laughs> <laughs> I will bite <fight> you.
2: <laughs> I wonder, though, and I actually don't know because I, I can't remember, ever listening to any sort of conversation. I remember in, in elementary school during sex ed, how old were you when you first had sex ed? I was in fifth grade.
1: I was in fifth grade too, yeah. but it was more of like, it wasn't really about sex, it was just like, we were all in the cafeteria, and they showed this video about what it was like to like get wear a bra and get your period for the first time, and no one had their period except for me, and I didn't want anyone to know. you know your period in fifth grade? Yeah, I got my period at 11, and it sucked I guess ass. I was 12, so that's not really that... Well, for some reason like, well, in elementary school you don't have sanitary like trash bins mm-hmm. in the stalls. That's so true. So, I just remember like have be like wearing a pad and like not knowing what the fuck to do because there wasn't anywhere I could throw it away. Like it it yeah. It's a whole fucking it's thing. Like, anyways, I remember like having sex ed in 5th grade and I just had my head down. Were you like am I the only person that's yeah. like, experiencing this? I knew I one bet. other girl had her period and everyone talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't want everyone to talk no. about me What is my that? period.
2: 5th graders just like wanted to talk about when everybody was getting their period. That's so... Well, and then,
1: and then they were like, everyone's wearing <clears> like training bras and then like, I don't know, my mom wouldn't let me wear eyeshadow, and I was just like, let me wear this shitty blue eyeshadow, mom! Let me have my period and
2: wear blue eyeshadow. (laughs) Well, I was thinking, like, in in my fifth grade sex ed, they separated the boys and the girls during the Mm -hmm. discussion, and, like, I I can't, I'm not gonna, like, tell, you know, I don't know best, but, like, as I got older, I'm like, how beneficial would that have been to hear what the boys were hearing? Because, like, oh, yeah. I feel like I could have learned so much at a young age if I knew what they were being told and I still don't know but I Mm would assume it was something along the same lines of what we were being told which was just like basic biological stuff in which case (laughs) shouldn't we normalize that at a young age like I still know men that are in their 20s that don't want to hear when I'm on my period every everybody with a uterus yep everyone born with a (laughs) vagina has a
1: period yes get used to it homie Ugh. I just don't understand. I would have, I, like, I don't know if I would have been receptive to it at age 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I definitely wouldn't have been. <laughs> my, my mom was like, she tried so hard to have a conversation with me about sex, and I was just, like, resistant. I was like, no, we are not talking about this. So mm-hmm. she, like, got me a bunch of books, and she left them on my bed, and she was like, here, mm-hmm. read these. And she I, she knew I would read them. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I flipped through them, and that's how I, like, got all my knowledge. And it's, like, how I gained all my knowledge as a teenager, too. Like, when I started experimenting with, like, sex and stuff, like, and birth control, I did all my research on my own. I wasn't, like, asking my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but I do wish that there was something that had covered, like, yeah, people are gonna pressure you into like doing sexual acts and if you don't want to you can say no yes like um yeah I was talking to my my hinge date last night about this of just like you're not like the the most important thing that I wish I had learned as a teenager was just like yeah guys are gonna start pressuring you to do stuff and if you don't want to that's perfectly acceptable and they're not allowed to make you feel bad about it Mm -hmm. it's just like the guilt aspect was so shocking yes
2: well I have a question do you ever feel still like you have to say yes even if you aren't feeling it
1: I uh, so I'll always if I'm not feeling it I will always say no good for you um that's how it should be but (laughs) but but they still are able to make me feel bad like I still (laughs) feel guilty Mm mm-hmm Yeah. Um, Of, like, of being, like... (laughs) I was thinking more recently. um, Within the last, like, two years, I had, like, made out with this guy. And it turns out he was 22. (laughs) And I was... I know. I had no idea. I, like, made out with him at a bar. And then we, like, lived a block away from each other. So we're, like, oh, let's just, like, split an Uber. And I was gonna, like... He's gonna walk me back to my place. But um, we stopped at his place and we are like, making out. And then, um... I, it's, like, he was so aggressively making out with me, and, like, his beard was rubbing, it was, like, scruffy. Oh, God, the chafing. Yeah. Uh. So, I, like, I was, like, hold on, I have to go to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom, and I was looking at myself in the mirror with this, like, bright red. Oh, my God, now I know that. My face was, like, bright red, and I, like, (laughs) around my mouth, just, like, from his beard, and I was, like, looking myself in the eyes, and I was just, like, I don't want to fucking do this, and I'm, like, a 27-year-old adult woman, oh like, I don't God. want to fuck this guy, and then I went back to his room, and then I was, like, I I was, like, I don't want to hook up, and then he was, like, what, and I was, like, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to hook up right now, and then um, he kind of sat there, and I was, like, are you mad, and he was, like, I mean, I'm a little frustrated and I was like you're not allowed to be mad at me. Ooh, Liz. Well, I mean, I'm tw- like I'm i ad- I'm a fucking adult. Like I've hooked up with enough guys where I like I'm like you're not allowed to make me feel bad about not wanting to hook up with you. Mm-hmm. Um and then he was like no you're right, but Good. And I'm like okay, listen you little 20 20- two-year-old right, like, fuck don't say that to
2: anybody else <laughs> yeah like, this is gonna be the only you're time not you allowed
1: that. to tell girls that she they're giving you blue balls yeah right like i'm like a little frustrated yeah like, fuck like, yourself oh, literally we made out for 30 minutes and it wasn't good and now i'm blue balls so you get, like dick sore like fuck <laughs> off
2: i can't deal no that's real though and it's like I, I mean all of the guys that i've hooked up with recently like are i i'm not, I mean, not all of them, because I've had, you know, my mistakes here and there. But like a lot of the people that I'm like intentional about, like having a sexual relationship with, like they are all men that would never want to make me feel like there I'm being pressured into anything. Yeah. And I've had this conversation with a lot of them. But even still, if like I'm over at their place and I'm like I don't, I'm not really like in the mood. I still end up feeling bad. Yeah, same. About it.
1: Yeah, and like why, is why? There this inherent guilt of like. I don't want it's, it's like, yeah, you're just somehow um, subconsciously taught like, oh, it's your job to make your man happy. Yes. And and then also you're like, he's not my man. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> I know. There's this like internal like uh, like dialogue <gasps> oh, about Okay. Him. Let's okay. Okay, we could. 'cause we've got one question. Yeah, no, it's good. We got some good stuff out yeah. of Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Ooh, I like this one. Where on your body is your favorite place to be touched?
2: Ooh, oh, that's Sorry. a really good. I don't understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. No one asked you. <laughs> For anyone typical man to insert himself in <laughs> the... <laughs> If you guys couldn't hear that, my Google, um, <laughs> my my dot started talking to us because he thought we were talking to him. <laughs> And I have it uh, as a man's voice because I like telling a man what to do. <laughs> it's the best thing in the world. It's so smart. It turns
2: me on. I wonder if I could change kidding. my Alexa to be a man. <laughs> you probably it, like, it yeah. gets me going. Um, okay, okay, my favorite place to be touched. Um, I really like, like having lines traced on my back. No matter what the scenario is, like I'm like that'll like really get me out of the gates. You know what I mean? Um, but also my neck. Like, there's something about, like, the on the neck, like, right behind the ear kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Region. I know exactly what you mean. Really gets me going. I don't know. It's, like, really more than I I'm trying to think, and I don't think that there's really anywhere else that, like, I like to be touched. Like, yeah. I think like that that's... Like, sensually attached.
1: Yeah. For me... Okay, so, like you were saying, like, the neck... Um, and like the kind of like behind the ear situation, Mm -hmm. like that middle area, but have you ever had someone like kind of nibble on the top of your ear? Not on the top, only on the low. The top? top? Uh, Girl. Okay, the next time you're making out with a guy, kind of like make your way up to the top of his ear he will lose his. Shit. Okay, I'm gonna. Remember I remember that. the first time a guy did that to me. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> What's happening?" <laughs> yeah, because no one's ever like put their mouth. Hey, interesting, i never thought so of it. So that's like the se- that's a secret place because no one ever touches it, like let alone like you know put their 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 teeth and their tongue on it. And I would say that area like right under your boob on your rib cage oh that's a good oh, one. Oh, fire spot so, like mouth yeah like mm. a kiss like right Ooh. right there like that is where I'm like oh my god no one ever touches that spot and like the only thing that touches that spot is like an underwire bra <laughs> and you're like god I hate this that's so, so like true. the total opposite of that is just like someone like delicately kissing it and, like, <sighs> and then you're like but uh, like the first time that ever happened I was like oh my god I
2: would fucking blow my mind yeah, yeah. I'm just really like right insanely
1: there. ticklish and then the ear oh I'm I'm ticklish too but I feel like when you're in it you're like like if I'm like super turned on I'm like you could tickle me and I I won't even feel it it's like
2: god bless you I like really it's I it can ruin a moment real quick like I will kick someone off
1: of <laughs> Just by a reflex. I so it, I think like... like I'll t- I'm going to tickle you. You're like, I'll fight you, motherfucker. What
2: are you, my babysitter? Like, why are you trying to tickle me? You're just making- <laughs>
1: you like a creepy uncle. <laughs> yeah. Are you ticklish? Because <laughs> <laughs> no rude. matter
2: what you say, they're going to fucking tickle you. That's so you. true. When the question's asked, it's game over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, are you ticklish?
1: Right. <laughs> like, no, well, if I, like I say no, you're going to try and tickle me. Mm-hmm. And if I say yes, then you're going to tickle me. <laughs> so true. Oh, God. Ew, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Are you loud or quiet during sex? Oh, I'm quiet. Really? Yeah, I'm super quiet. Uh, I, like, as I get older, I get more comfortable with making, like, noise when I want to, when I, like, when it's just feels natural and comfortable, yeah. but I'm not loud at all. I <laughs> I know I've mentioned this to you before, and I'm sure we'll, like, expand on this once we have, like, an episode dedicated around this, but I mute porn and yeah I don't listen to porn I don't want to know the storyline I just like do you skip past all like the exposition yeah I don't need I don't need context okay (laughs) (laughs) but also like you know like the first few times you watch porn like you're like sharing a living space with other people or something like you know (laughs) your parents you don't want them to hear that you're watching porn or like if you have um, like roommates. Maybe not like a direct room, but mm-hmm. in general you don't want people to know you're listening to porn or watching porn. But yeah, I put it on mute and like now I'm kind of thankful for it because I don't have any expectation of like, oh I'm supposed to sound like this when I'm having sex with mm. a guy. Oh, god. Yeah. oh, I can't wait for our porn
2: episode. I have so many thoughts <laughs> about that. <laughs> I just like
1: to let it like happen naturally. I think maybe previously like, you know, Um, in my early 20s, I was probably maybe, like, too quiet and, like, too, like, oh, don't make any sound. Mm -hmm. I was too in my own head, like, just be quiet, like, don't make any sound. And then now, you know, as an adult, I'm like, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say what I want to say and like try and get out of my own head about it and like just enjoy this and like whatever feels right i'm gonna be into it yes like not yeah. having to like limit yourself yeah but also exactly not like, or i'm gonna like,
2: scream i'm gonna be super porny about yeah. it yeah, yeah. i like, that, oh
1: good. my god <laughs> <laughs> i like oh uh, god i can't okay. yeah what about you
2: um i'm very loud in bed really? yeah i know and like at first when i first started having sex i was like because i started watching porn at like a pretty early age not like a child but like pretty early on and like I've never watched it on mute maybe I should now <laughs> but I like had an idea of like what sex sounded like you know and I when I got older and old enough to identify like the the choices that I was making like in bed and why I was making them that was one of the questions that I had was like am I being loud because I think that the person that I'm with wants to hear it and it, and now that I've paid attention to it that's 100% not the case because I'm I'm like pretty I'm pretty vocal um and I also want the guy that I'm having sex with to also be vocal. I f- I'm feeling like I'm very audio about it. You know, if I can, mm-hmm. if I'm giving that feedback, I also want to be like receiving it. Like I want to know that you're having a good time. Like if you need to just like ear muff it, be expressive. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I've just always been like pretty pretty loud, and like I
1: don't even when I'm trying to not be, I have a hard time being quiet about it. So well, and you shouldn't have to feel like you, oh, I need to be quiet. Because it makes he, like, this person, to focus. yeah. It's like go oh, fuck yourself. I need to focus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really hard like, time could you coming. be quiet? I'm <laughs> trying to focus. Yelling on like my... my ear. <laughs> how hard my dick is. <laughs> oh my god. That's yeah. that's so interesting. That we're total opposites. I know. I know. When you said yeah. that you're quiet. I was. Well, shocked. I guess alternatively, like I don't know how this is for you, but like growing up, like I didn't want anybody to know if I had a crush. Mm. I like. I didn't want my crush to know, but I didn't want anybody to know. Like, I would have died from embarrassment if they knew I liked them. Which is so, like, stupid now. Because as an adult, I'm like, as an adult, I'm like, hey, I like you. And, like, if, like, I don't know, if you don't like me, then, like, let's not talk anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not wasting my time. Yes. But I'm pretty, like, open with my feelings and thoughts as an adult, which is the total opposite of how I was as a kid, which was just, like, Oh my god, I will die of total embarrassment if you know I like you. Or if anyone knows I like you. Because if they know that I like you, you might find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like so much... Which is so strange, but no, that's interesting because I, mm-hmm. I was the
2: complete opposite. So that's like oh, I guess you I, like that totally like, I like you, bitch. I was I would tell everybody and everybody's mom if I liked somebody. That's and so cute. It was so fucking. It got me in so I got bullied a lot. Oh, because you would crush. Yes, the crush? and then like oh. the guys that I would have crushes on would like be such assholes about it because like they were always trying to like impress their friends, and I was never popular like growing up. So that was also like kind of like the punching bag in the sense but i had this crush on this guy i don't even care to say it. like his name was reese and i had a big poster reese. he's still beautiful
1: <laughs> he's well uh... he sounds like a cunt <laughs> reese if you're listening to this i will fuck your shit up i will fuck up your little sixth grade ass <laughs> oh my god he's listening like, <laughs> he's like am okay. i the reese <laughs> it's you no one else's name reese you little motherfucker <laughs>
2: poster of him under my bed and like a, I, poster? a poster I had like a full Helga like hey Arnold moment oh my god <laughs> how did you get a poster I just like g- like got poster board and like printed out a bunch of his MySpace pictures and it literally lived under my bed and I Liz I told people about it like it's it's <laughs> oh <my> nothing <laughs> <Amelia. laughs> I' to have it and have it just be for me. First of all, why do I need that? Like, wh- what What am I going to do with the poster? You know what I mean? He's not like Justin Bieber. I'm not going to, like, wave it at a concert. <laughs> I just had this poster under my bed of him. And then people knew about it. And, like, I wasn't, like... Poster of Reese underneath my bed, like, please don't tell anyone. I was just like, I have this fucking poster of Reese underneath my bed, and it spread really, really quick. Well, yeah, Um, of course, because what else are seventh graders gonna talk about? You know, like, that is some drama I would tell people if I heard that my friend had a. I have this poster
1: of Reese under my bed because I don't know how to masturbate yet. (laughs) (laughs) That is the equivalent of a seventh grade masturbating. (laughs) You're like, I don't know how to get. This like <laughs> feeling out of my body, so I'm gonna make to a cutout photos poster. Of yeah, I mean, <gasps> oh my <laughs> like, god, like, like I oh. don't know how to touch myself. <laughs> so, so I made a poster. I'm just gonna print out these goddamn pictures and cut them with like the little squiggly scissors. Yes. <laughs> oh my them. god. Just put a little glitter glue on that. <laughs>
2: bitch. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my god! So yeah, no, I was always kind of, I was kind of open about
1: who I had pushes on growing up. That's so funny. I think that that's kind of translated how we're so we're so similar and have had such similar experiences, Mm -hmm. but like handled them completely differently. Yes, I talked. I actually was talking to my therapist about like our friendship. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I love talking to Amelia about stuff because we've had such similar experiences growing up, but dealt with them so differently mm-hmm. like I know I've mentioned to you like my way of dealing with like tough feelings was to like build a shell of anger and that was just my cloak was just to be this angry tough girl like I did not cry very much until I was probably like 23 and up wow. like I just would not cry if I did it was a very sp- rare and special occasion (laughs) of just like yeah I'm gonna listen to Coldplay and fucking cry (laughs) (laughs) cry alone in my room there was this one time where so my best friend and like she was my roommate at the time too I like I had just driven back up from Vegas to Flagstaff where I went to college and um I can't remember like why I was just like in the zone but I, I like was feeling really emotional and I was playing Coldplay while I was putting my shit away and I'm packing my suitcase and then I just sat down at my desk and then I put my head down and I just start crying and then she walks by and she's like, hey, are you listening to Coldplay and crying? (laughs) (laughs) And then I look up at her and I was just like, yeah, and she like didn't even blink. She sat down on my bed and she's like, oh girl, I've been there and then like acted like I wasn't even crying, and we were just like talking, like I like I wasn't crying, and she's like, "Yeah, how are you feeling? What's going on?" Oh my god! She was just like immediately in it, like, like she's like, "Oh, I've done that. <laughs> Everybody's been there. The cold <laughs> play cry. Everybody it was the cold
2: like play totally cry." The, was, uh, Nobody said it was. Yeah, easy. I knew that's the song. I knew that that I'm was like, the song. Yeah,
1: no one did say it was gonna be easy, <laughs> but no one told. No one told me it was gonna be so hard to be like 22 and want a boyfriend, and no one wants to date me. <laughs> it's like you where still, I was at. Do you still cry to Coldplay? <laughs> no, I just always think of that moment. That was formative. It, sounds like it was formative. Now like, yeah. So now when now when I listen to Coldplay, I just my heart swells because I think of Anna. <laughs> oh, shout out to Anna. Yeah, yeah. She she's like. Gonna be the first one listening to this, I'm sure. She's like, I remember that day. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we still reference it. Aww. We're like, yep, this is a cold play the cold cry. The cold play cry. It's hashtag. A, yeah. Cold <laughs> cold hashtag, cold hashtag cold play cry. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> we know that we have maybe like five listeners at this point, but hashtag cold play cry. Let's get it trending a bit, on Twitter. Yeah, let's get it trending, guys. Hashtag Coldplay cry. Coldplay is like, yeah, oh that's God. why we made our music. <laughs> it's for you to cry, too. Oh, yeah. How high is your sex drive?
2: Um, it really, it really depends because some days I feel like I'm, like, rearing to go. And some days I don't want somebody to even look at me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's really – I mean, there's, like, it's obviously a spectrum, but – yeah I guess it depends on the day and I don't really know what determines it like I can't really track my cycle anymore because I don't get a period because I have an IUD yeah. so I've been trying to figure out like what is it is it like what I've eaten for the day that I'm like but it's it's interesting because it's it's tough because sometimes if I've been hooking up with somebody consistently and I get to their house one day and like they try to like instigate and I'm just like no they're like what like is everything okay because I feel like For, like, a lot of... Well, guys don't have a cycle. They don't. don't. It's, it's like, they're... Yeah. And a lot of the time, I mean, I think there's been an instance that I can think of that I've been hooking up with a guy and they're, like, I'm not really in the mood to have sex. And it's been, like, very emotionally charged. Like, if they had, like, a loss or, like, they had, like, a bad day at work. Like, I totally... But for me, it's not, like, situational. I I cannot trace it to something. It's just, like, some days I want to have sex and some days I don't. And, like, we were talking about before, like, I don't want to be made to feel bad about it. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm feeling, like... I don't know. Like, I'll just like go down on you, and then we can like call it a day. You know what I mean? I don't need it to be a whole thing. Sometimes I'm in the in the mood. Sometimes I'm not, and I don't know. I can't explain it to you. And guys want yeah. answers for why not? It's like was it something that I did? Is it not like it
1: me? Right? And it's you're like, like, oh, it's not always making, about you. You're making my sex drive about you. Yes. Typical. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm
2: just kidding. laughs> no, but really, but it's, it, like... it,
1: it's so true. Like, I, I think that, and if there are any guys listening, like. Please understand that your cycle can determine your sex drive. Yes. I would say my, the height of my sex drive depends on my partner. Um, I had this insatiable sex drive, like, with this guy I was dating in college, like, my senior year. That was the best sex of my life. Like, everything was so good and perfect about it. <laughs> I knew no matter what. Like, he was going to get me off. I was going to get him off. Like, it, we had that level of trust where it was just, like, I had, like, the sex was so good. And I knew no matter what, it was going to be good. Hmm. So, uh, you know, it's the guys who don't wear shoes that have the best <laughs> dick. <laughs> so, that was, like, the best, the highest sex drive I've had. But I also would say, like, I would probably have that same kind of sex drive if I had, like, that kind of, like, trust of, like, yeah, we're gonna have amazing sex because I know that he's gonna make sure I get off. Yeah. Like, when we would have sex, um, like, in the middle, he would go down on me. Whoa. Oh, fucking, Uh I love that. In the middle. So, so, we would, like, start off, like, the foreplay was just, like, perfect. Like, both of us were really into it. We would make sure, like we were both feeling good, and then we would start having sex, and then, like, even the sex was amazing, and, like, we were both really into it, it was passionate, and then he would, like, stop in the middle and go down on me, and, like, get me off, which was the best. What a giver. Who was I this know. king? We'll talk uh, about it later. Yeah. <laughs> He broke my heart. No, not Because a king. I was dickmatized. <laughs> I think he broke oh, my heart just because that was the best sex I've ever had. Oh, dick God, and, and that's dick. so hard to find something that you vibe with. Yeah, like that. and hes if he ever listens to this, he's going to be like, That's me. I'm that motherfucker who doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> like anywhere like to the grocery store like no store. no he would he would he would he's, yeah. he, this will definitely give it away but he was like a musician and like when he would perform he wasn't wearing shoes that's kind of sexy i kind of like that vibe he's like frodo bag. <laughs> i was thinking more like father john misty but like <laughs> frodo, frodo. He's, just, he's like fucking frodo no shoes just like jamming out Harry, I'm Harry speed. Theons,
2: I was
1: not say that. No, but, Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So then, like, I would get off, and then like he would like still be hard, and then you're like, "Damn, <laughs> I am a vixen." Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, I. You can do whatever
2: you want." <laughs> yes. God, no, so. that's so true. It really does depend on the person. I guess I yeah. never really like. I think that I've had. Such isolated incidents with people that like it doesn't. I haven't had like consistent partners really since my relationship. So yeah. I don't. It's hard to tie it back to like, is it the person or is it how I'm feeling that day? Like it's it's yeah. really it's it's tough yeah. to recognize if it's like a situational thing or if it's
1: a, a me me. It's hard to know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It's a really good I question. Not that hard about it either. I guess. Yeah. Like. I, when I think about it now, I think it comes down to how empowered I feel. Mm -hmm. So, like, in this instance with this guy, like, I knew no matter what it was going to be super comfortable. We were both going to make sure we get the other person off because we both enjoy that. Yeah. And I think, like, that's the key to having phenomenal sex. Making sure both of you are caring about the other person, like, climaxing. Yes. Um, so, like, there were... of like very rare occasions where one of us would knock it off but then like the next day it would be like yeah let's like have morning sex or something or like yes. yeah we just both would be down for it it was never there was never I never felt pressured that's awesome and that was I think that is still even rare for me now like it's very hard for me to get out of my own head but it was um that was like a relationship where it was very easy for me to get out of my head because I never felt like we were having sex for his benefit. Yes. And a lot of guys have, I've felt like that. Maybe it's not intentional, but, like, I think a lot of men are really selfish in bed. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. Yeah. And like, then you're like, if we're having sex for you, I don't want to have sex. Yes. Like, no. I want this needs to be a group effort here. Totally. It's like, <laughs> I
2: start to feel like I'm just, like, a vessel, you mm-hmm. know? It's like. I could really just not be here. Like, I... Could, yeah. If I feel like... like do you need I me for be, this? Exactly. It's, like, I feel like if, if I could be easily switched out for somebody else, and I'm sure, like, if there's guys listening, it's, like, well, you kind of, like, could, could be, because it's that's kind of how it is for a lot of men, I think, is, like, if they want to have sex, they're just going to have sex. Mm-hmm. For me, like, I want to... If I feel like me being there does not make a difference, it is the most dehumanizing experience. I hooked up with a guy... And I'm sure I'll talk about this on a later episode, so I won't go like too far into detail with it. But I hooked up with a guy, and he literally, before he put it in, he was like, this won't take long. And it's like, well, it will take long if I want it to take long. Like, what do you yeah. mean? Like, you are not determining the this length won't of take this. long. It was the least. Was sexy that like thing. supposed to make you like into it? It felt very it sounded like he was about to kill me, and it was a one night stand, so I didn't he was like, This won't take long. He's like on top of me. Take and he long. almost put it in without putting a condom on, and I uh. like without even asking me if he could do that. So, like, his whole thing was like, Yep, we're gonna like have sex and I'm gonna be done, and that's gonna be it and that was basically what it was he was like a two-pump chump and like that was it
1: oh my god I know and And you know in his head he was probably like oh she's so fucking hot like that I just can't even yeah it's like I'm just gonna burst it's gonna be literally two pumps yeah that's it uh so my ex-boyfriend told me this where I was just like yeah I'm so fucking annoyed when guys like are like yeah I'm just gonna stick it in you and don't even like pause to be like I'm gonna get a condom to see like well, they, they should do that anyways. But, yes. like, to just not even be like, yeah, hold on, let me go get a condom. Or if you're like, do you have a condom? And they're like, no. And then you're like, okay, well, we're not we're not going to have sex. Yes. And then they're like, oh, I have a condom. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> called your bluff, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, but, like, um, I'm like, yeah, I fucking hate when guys don't even, like, offer to mm-hmm. use a condom or, like, go to go get one. And he was like, well... Some girls think that, like, you think they're dirty if you go to get a condom. And I was like... I think the direct opposite. Yeah. (laughs) I, well, and then that was in Vegas, so I'm like, do Vegas girls just, like, think stupidly like that, of like, oh, well, he needs to use a condom to have sex with me because he thinks I have an STD, which is, like, not the case at all. Like, when I'm, like like when i a guy goes to get a condom i'm like that is fucking hot you're being so respectful of my body yes. like we haven't had this conversation about stds or like sexual partners yet but we're in the moment like and you're going to offer to get a condom like that's excellent. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've, like, any time a guy has been like, I'm going to get a condom, I've literally never even blinked. Like, I've never yes. been like, oh my God, like, what you, you think that, that I'm I'm a slut because you're getting a condom. And I, like, I would like to destigmatize that right now. Yes. <laughs> like, if a guy is going to go get a condom, I'm like, fuck yeah, you're being so respectful of my body, we haven't had a conversation about birth control yet, like, whatever, Like, yes, please get a condom. I appreciate that. You're thinking about my safety. You're thinking about my body.
2: 100%. Um, And just the converse of that, just not, like, I think you kind of touched on this, but not even, like, entertaining the idea of going and grabbing a condom is mm -hmm. offensive. Because it's like, I don't know where you've been. And, like, I'm not saying you're dirty, but But me asking you to put on condoms has nothing about, like, how I feel about how many people you've been with or anything like that it's like you might not know I don't know the last time you've been tested yeah you don't know my birth control situation for like a lot of hookups it's like you just don't you there's no way that they know that I I have birth control method Mm -hmm. so it's like I just I don't know I think it's part of the the respect thing with feeling like an object of just like this is for you to feel good and you don't care about like how I'm feeling about like everything that's going on here talk to me about it like if you don't want to use a condom, like, we understand that it feels, like, a little bit different for you with a condom on, but it doesn't feel that different. And I've heard no. that from a lot of my guy friends, mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel that different. Of course, it's going to feel a little bit better without. But I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. like I really don't. Because, like, my safety like, let's and your get safety. get some coconut
1: oil, baby. Yeah, there are ways <laughs> that we can make this it's work for both okay. of us. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Why is it always my responsibility to be on some form of hormonal, hormonal birth control? Yeah. Like, for me personally, like, I choose not to be on any hormonal birth control because it makes me depressed mm-hmm. <laughs> or my skin terrible and I don't want to have bad skin or be fucking depressed. Yeah. So.
2: Did you hear that when they were, tri- this could be, a, again, a whole other episode, but when they were trialing um, male birth control, a lot of the people on the mm-hmm. trial dropped out because they couldn't handle the side effects of the birth yeah. control and it's like, well.
1: You little fucking That's bitch. what we all
2: go through. When I first got on the pill, I was depressed for... Two years. Yeah. And and when I got when I stopped taking it, I gradient gradiented out of that depression, but it was still like very much so tied to the pill. It's really mm-hmm. it's awful what we go through. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry that it doesn't feel as good on your dick to be wearing a condom, but at least you don't have acne and depression as a result of your birth control method.
1: And yeah. that's on that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on hormones, motherfucker. And that's on estrogen. <laughs> um so when i was in a long-term relationship uh when we would have sex he would be such a little fucking twat about using a condom let's call him shoe man okay so you have no shoe man and now you have shoe man (laughs) i'm sensing a theme okay so we'll call him shoe man okay shoe man was such a little fuck about using a condom Um, But I would track my cycle. So I would be like, these are the days that we can't have sex because it's a higher likelihood that I'll get pregnant. But we were also pulling out. But he would be such a little bitch about pulling out too. I'm like, I'm already letting you not use a condom. And, like, even after we broke up, like this is just like part of why our relationship was so toxic but even after we broke up he's like i understand how like disrespectful that was of me to like put all this responsibility on you yeah you
2: don't fucking say
1: yeah where i'm the one who's thinking about like i don't want to get pregnant and we're not in a place for us to handle that right now like and he would like while we were having sex he'd be like i just want you to get pregnant and like, what? Like, what? And then he'd be like, he'd be like, tell me I can come in you. And then like, I would say, like, because, you know, you're in the moment yeah, yeah. and you're like, come inside me. And then he'd be like, wait, really? And I'd be like, no, motherfucker, I'm. Feeding into this dynamic right now, I'm like trying to keep things hot. I'm trying to like, you know, tap into like what you want to hear, and then you'd be like, "Wait, really?" I'm like, "No, the answer is never. Really? I'm not ne- like unless we are married and legitimately trying to have children. I am never going to say that and mean it. Like That's fair." It was so fucking annoying.
2: It's not worth it for like ten seconds of feeling good if you're if you don't. Yeah, just pull the
1: fuck out. Just Pull out. It it's it's felt either for you until this point or use a condom, bitch. Yeah. And those are your options, and you're gonna be fine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like your world is not going to fall apart.
1: That's irritating. I'm so sorry. Like, what an
2: awful like corner to be
1: backed into. Uh, And then yeah, he made it entirely my responsibility. But I think you know I don't know his life anymore. But I think his therapist was like that's fucked up of you of like you know um he admittedly objectified me like he after we broke up and I'm like trying to find closure in our like awful volatile breakup he's like coming forward with admitting he knows these things now and truth be told he probably always knew them yeah so yeah. just chose to ignore them because it exactly. was it was fit his kind of personal yeah, agenda he's like best. I want to come yeah and that's the most important thing to him mm-hmm. and that's why I hated having sex with oh. him I hated having sex with the shoe man. <laughs> I would close my eyes and imagine something else. Oh, and I god. want everyone to know that. Oh my god. And that's how I would get off.
2: You would pretend you were somewhere else.
1: I would pretend the sex was better and I was doing something different. Was it
2: always that way or just toward the end of your relationship? Towards the
1: end. The last like year. That sucks. Eh.
2: But now? His dick is forwarding. very
1: boring. It's like Wonder Bread.
2: Oh god. The sex, the, ham sandwich. the sex
1: was bad he's a ham sandwich <laughs> he's a ham sandwich with mayo on he's white bread like, Am I shoe-? every guy you've ever Your dated dick is boring as fuck <laughs> every
2: guy you've dated is thinking like how could i be sho- like what is it about my life that makes my name shoeman everybody is trying to
1: figure out if it's them <laughs> is it me my shoeman it's not you you'll know it's you if you're listening He's going to, like, uh, if he ever listens to it and is like, I'm Shoe Man, I hope he's just like, oh, no. Well, and then he'll be like, well, you just laid there. It's like, yeah, because you were disappointing. I starfished because I wanted to pretend I was somewhere else. God, that sucks. I, I was, was like, imagining I was with no Shoe Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was imagining I was with Mr. Frodo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Frodo. Father John Misty. <laughs> yeah, Father John <laughs> Misty
2: but god sex is so like so we're, i'm gonna say this probably every single time we talk but sex is so important in a relationship like i feel like everything else could be really great and if the sex is bad it's it feels like kind of like petty but it's not like sex is such a huge part of the at least for me such a huge part of relationships it's like if i'm not enjoying myself sexually then i'm not going to want to have sex with you and then you are going to be upset about it and it's like My opinion on the matter is as important as your
1: opinion on the matter. And if I'm not having a good time, then we're probably not going to have a good sex life. Yeah. And then we're we're not going to have a good relationship. Yes. It took me a while to get to that stance as well. Like, um, I would look at everything else besides sex. I'd be like, okay, he has a good job. Um, I like his family. He has good friends. Like, so those were the things where I'm like, oh, this is what defines a good partner. And I wasn't really considering sex. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is shocking considering my past, but, um, of, like, wanting to, like, yes, you need to know how to pleasure me, Mm -hmm. but I learned how to pleasure myself, so I'm like, "Eh, I'll just whip out a vibrator in between. (laughs) Um, no, but, yeah, I think now as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, if the sex is the same all the time, if we're just hitting the same moves and, like, it's kind of expected, I'm just not really into it. Anyways, this is a great place to end our first episode slash intro, which mm-hmm. is about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, we'll chop it down. Yeah, we but will. try trying to make this as, as quick as possible. Um, but <laughs> Just like your boyfriend. Just <laughs> <laughs> we're your boyfriends now. <laughs> yeah, we're your boyfriends now. <laughs>